RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I'm joined by a very dear friend of mine who's been on before, Anthony Santos. How are you, Anthony? Good. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing really good. It was nice, you know, catching up with you today and we still need to get together. I promise we'll make that happen. Um, I know work's been kicking my butt and I see you're busy, too. You have so much stuff going on. I want to live a lot. Well, I just want to live vicariously through you because every time I look you're at some fun events. You're doing an incredible private dinner. You're always making me hungry with all your postings. I'm like, man, Anthony lives the life, <laughs> the life that I <laughs> want you. to live. <laughs> no, no problem. But yeah, I wanted to, um, I wanted to have you on today because there's something that I've kind of, you and I chatted a little bit before, but something that I wanted to kind of share with my audience that many people might not know about this. It's not something I share openly. But I noticed that, you know, I've been in Tampa since 2003 and I've had many ups and many downs. And I kind of realized over the last couple of weeks that I really needed to take a step back and reevaluate some of the people in my life. And I just I had so many wake up calls with different individuals and everything just kind of hit me all at one time. And I thought, you know, Tracy, you're, you're going through some stuff. And so I took a couple of days off. I completely disconnected. I spent some time. I was in Venice and I went to the beach and I just, I made a list of things and I wrote things down and I thought, okay, what's, what's really bothering me? What's going on? What's preventing you from being super happy? Cause I know from my social media, I'm always all about positivity and celebrating restaurants. So not to get into everything, cause that's a whole other topic, but I have to say that since the end of 2019, I've been kind of in a depression that really intensified. It started, you know, with the loss of my mom and then the restaurant I was working for for almost 10 years just shut down. And then it was like, okay, so I was dealing with all that. And then I found, you know, other employment and then COVID hit. And COVID obviously, as we know, was tough for everybody. But one thing about COVID that I really learned was just kind of how people really got acquainted with one another. It was almost like, Yes, we were on social media, but we were spending so much more time with friends and family that I kind of missed that a little bit. I don't know how you feel about that, but it was just being home more with my kids and cooking and having those, you know, sit downs at the dinner table, which reminded me of when I grew up. And I guess lately I feel that everyone has been in such a rush to just get back to normal life that we've already lost that sense of family again. I don't know if you've noticed that or if I'm crazy, but <laughs> just something I've picked up on. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today because, you know, you're all about cooking and you do a lot of, you know, incredible events, you know, private events for people. And I'm just trying to make a little bit of a change in my life. And I'm not saying I'm not going to go to events anymore, but I'm just really choosing quality over quantity and just really making the most of the time I have with my friends and not just being all about, we have to post this on social media. We have to do this. I want to really have those conversations, you know, cook for people, sit down, you know, play board games, look someone in the eye, have just real conversations. So have you ever, have you noticed any of that or experienced any of that? Uh, 1000% on this trip that I'm on right now, I, I struggle. Like I see beautiful things and like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm staying at this log cabin um, and you could literally see just mountains and forests. And like, I immediately go to grab my phone 
and like to record it. Mm-hmm. And I literally have to stop myself and I'm like, stop. But I mean, I posted a couple posts like on my close friends, but yeah, it's, it's a huge problem because you and I, we are super dependent on our social medias because that's what we do for work. And when we finally have some downtime to relax, we really can't because the habits are there. So yeah, I trust me. I struggle a lot uh, with this topic actually, like a a huge amount and I'm trying to figure it out as well. It's, it's hard because I have, my Instagram that I do business with and then it links to Facebook and mm-hmm. links to other social medias and, you know, just not posting on my phone and not even going on my phone um, is really hard to do even throughout the day. I'm going to try after this uh, podcast, I'm going to literally turn off my phone and not look at it once <laughs> and see how I can do that. <laughs> but and trust me, I fight with people fight with me all the time. They're like, Oh, Anthony, you're always on your phone. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's almost like you're, you don't exist if you don't post. Am mm-hmm. I right? Absolutely. Like I you're, agree. you're not relevant. You're not relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and who knows that post you make could lead you to an opportunity that you wouldn't have had. Otherwise, you're always thinking that in your head, too. You know? Oh, yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot of pressure we have. And I don't think people understand that, too. You know, there's been posts that I've made on my story that led to a a $10,000 business deal that all it was was just a comment on a post from someone just watching, you know, and you think to yourself, Oh, if I don't post, I'm not going to open the door to any opportunities. Right. I just thought thoughts like that flood my head. And that's what causes me to just stay relevant, you know? And then I watch other people's stories to kind of study and see what they do and where they go and what kind of food they eat and try to understand. So I can kind of incorporate it into my business, you know, the supply and demand. Mm-hmm. You don't meet the demand, you're not gonna. They're not gonna need your supply. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I agree. A huge topic I struggle with. I I've been struggling with it too because you know I went through. I just noticed a big shift, like when you know, as I've talked about this a million times, and <laughs> I need to shut up about it already. But you know, when I had my my previous account. It was like, I would go to events and everyone would talk to me and everyone was nice. And I had invites just, you know, constantly. And then I realized when I lost everything and it was like, I felt like I was in the dark. And as I was starting over and I slowly started going to events again, a lot of these people wouldn't even speak to me. And I was like, damn, it's like that. You know, you were so nice to me back when I had my account and now this is me. This is the real person. And you act like I don't exist. You'll look at me and walk right past me at an event. And then I started struggling. And I think that was another part of, you know, like the last year for me, cause it's been a little over a year and I, I really, really was feeling it. I mean, it was, it was definitely a depression and it was a combination of things, you know, and it was kind of, you know, that sense of losing all that passion and hard work for almost four years, but it was also a, really a sense of feeling alone. And I thought, I need to really reevaluate. Why am I basing my happiness on some of these people in my life? They're not my friends. They could, couldn't care less that I lost my account. They didn't support me. And now there were a few that did, but that's kind of how it really started for me. And then I spent some time with a couple of different influencers over the last couple of weeks. And I just found out that they're, they're all about themselves. Never mind that I invited them to go out to eat with me. It was all about them. 
you got to take my picture. It's got to be perfect. And then when it comes to my turn, it's like, oh, whatever. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's been something I've really been struggling with. And I had to really force myself to sit down and think, okay, you can't really let these people get to you anymore. And you have to just kind of close your circle off and just, you know, spend time with those that you really know have your back and really care about you. And you can go out and have a meal and they're going to look, look you in the eye and put their phones away. And that's my rule now when I go out to eat and I tell my kids the same thing. It's like, all right, put your phone away. We're going to order our food. Now, of course, I'm going to take a picture of it because that's going to be something that, you know, unless it's a restaurant I've been to a hundred times, that's always going to be me. But as soon as I get those pictures, I put it away and I will not look at them until I get home and I'm scheduling time to do my social media stuff. And then that's it. And it's working. It's I struggle. I'm not perfect. I kind of find myself at night. I'll grab my phone and I'm also trying to put my phone far away from me when I go to sleep because I usually sleep with my phone and I'm on it until I fall asleep. And then the first thing I do when I wake up, let me look at Instagram. Who's <laughs> how I have many a question? Yeah. Do you find yourself going through other people's posts as a way of dealing with like anxiety? Um, sometimes, um, especially when I lost my account because there were brands that I had been working with prior and, you know, I tried to reach out to as many people as possible to say, Hey, I'm still here. I, you know, I started over, but yeah, I would. I mean, I would look at that and think, Oh, well I didn't get invited to that. And then I start to think, is it because I'm so much older? Cause that's another thing. I, I never like, this is hard for me to say, but I am 47 years old. And that's something that that's a lot for me to say. And I struggle with that too, because a lot of these influencers are in their twenties and I I'll go to an event and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I could be their mother. <laughs> and it's hard to accept sometimes. It really is. It really is. So yeah, but yeah, I do. Yeah, But, but I would rather go to you about a restaurant or about food than I would go to them. They're using their looks mainly for the followers and for the attention. You actually have the knowledge. You know what places are good. Mm -hmm. You know what food tastes good. So that's what you need to hold on to and just use that and grow. And don't worry about the 20-year-olds that are posting the bikini pics that are (laughs) selling products. They'll realize sooner or later that shit don't last and it's not healthy mentally. You know, I, I root for you all day before I root for the 20-year-old influencer. I, influencers, is, they're all fake, honestly, half of them. You know, they, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they you don't. Know, the most... me, you're, you've always been authentic since day one, and that's why I've always just been your friend, you know. Just that authenticity goes so much farther than well, yeah, see, I eat and drink everything that I post. I mean, I've got the waistline to prove it. That's why I've been like lately, I've been like on this clean eating plan, just trying to get back to where I was last summer. But that, that is true about me. I mean, I, I'm i not going to sit there with a big bowl of pasta and act like I'm eating it when I don't. I really do. I may not eat the whole thing, you know, I'll take, but I'll eat the rest later. But I, I do see that a lot. I see people that, the other pet peeve I have, okay, I know someone who doesn't drink at all, but it's constantly promoting and posing with drinks. And I'm like, just be honest. You know, if you're doing that to get other opportunities, it just, it bothers me because it's not being real. And I don't know. I mean, I go through phases where like right now I'm, you know, I'm staying away from like sugar and alcohol. So I'm not going to be posting these crazy desserts if I'm not eating them. If it's a cheat meal. Yeah. But you know, the other thing that 
I found that's actually bringing me happiness is going back to the basics. You know, when I first started before Instagram, you know, I mean, it existed, but we didn't really use it the way we do today. When I started my, my first blog, I was all about celebrating places and products that I loved. And I would get so excited when I would get like a jar of some local jelly in the mail or something. I'm kind of going back to that. I'm starting to do more recipes and cooking. And I just, um, I just did one this week. I was making my kids chicken parm over the weekend. And I thought I really want that, but I can't have it. So let me see if I can recreate a low carb version. And I did. And I, I have you heard of the Palmini, the artichoke heart pasta that you get at the store? I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yes. It's actually really good. So I got their linguine and, you know, I just, you can look at my Instagram. I have the recipe of how I did it, but I'm in, I'm enjoying this, you know, and then a lot of these products or these brands are reaching out to me and I thought, you know, I kind of like this. I'd, I'd rather do that and create recipes than go to an event with 30 other people that are all drinking the same thing. You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just changing the way I'm doing things. And, um, I've been working, I've been very fortunate. I've had some incredible brands reach out to me and people are going to start to notice a little bit of a difference on my Instagram. It's not going to just be food. I've got a wonderful skincare line based out of San Francisco. They're sending me some products and I'm going to start really focusing on everything I'm really like using, really using. I'm not going to post about something that if I don't actually use the product, but yeah, so I'm excited to have some fun stuff coming up. And what about you? What have you got going on aside from traveling in this log cabin? And I'm jealous of your view and where are you exactly? Hey, it's a hundred bucks a night. Uh, it's in Tennessee. I've actually never been, but I kind of wanted to get away and get into nature and just get away from, you know, day-to-day stress. And uh, it's been really relaxing. The air is so nice out here, I'm guessing, because of all the trees. But uh, it's beautiful, and it's really relaxing. It's quiet, too. Um, There's a jacuzzi in the log cabin. Um, It's really, really nice. Um, But I think... I think thanks to this podcast, I think I'm going to really turn my phone off (laughs) after and and enjoy the rest of the night because it's true. It's just we really get caught up. And Mm -hmm. trust me, I fight with so many people about it. And I'm glad we had this discussion today because it's it's true. But uh, I've just been doing private events. Um, I did a a dinner for uh, 40 Top like uh, two weeks ago. That was really fun. It's a Puerto Rican themed birthday dinner. Um, I'm going to start my sunset dinners back, um, next week. And then I've been struggling with finding a venue for my dinner in the dark. Um, but hopefully at the end of this month, um, beginning of June, we'll have an established venue. Just a lot of venues have been just really hard to deal with, or they're not organized um, to do my dinner in the darks, but I've done 10 of the dinner in the dark since October. Um, and it's been really amazing, especially with COVID and, seeing how people's sense of taste have changed and fluctuated. and It's just something different and makes people feel very uncomfortable. It's, it's a really cool experience. Um, so I've just been doing that. I also might have a restaurant opportunity. Um, can't really disclose that, but uh, it's with a rooftop restaurant in Tampa. Um, that's not open right now, but I might be taking that over. And if I do that, expect the best food in Tampa for sure. Oh my gosh. Well, definitely keep me in the loop on that. And what part of Tennessee? Uh, def- you'll be the first person I feed. I better. I <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> you definitely will. <laughs> but what part of uh, Tennessee are you at? And the reason I ask is um, a friend of Gallagher. mine. 
Okay. I wonder, okay, that sounds familiar. So I don't know if you know who Michelle Northrop is, the saucy queen. She's got, she's based in Tampa. She has her own line of like hot sauces and barbecue sauces. I actually, she's one of the OGs, I call it, of the food world in Tampa for me. I've known her since probably, probably 12 years. And she has a cabin up there that she rents out. And it's definitely been on my radar. I I really want to try that. And this is the first time. In about 10 years that I actually, I have, uh, you know, two weeks vacation time to use before the end of the year. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I want to go someplace I've never been. I am going to try to. I would a hundred percent recommend it. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, really nice just to get away. Like you, you yeah. Put your phone away. And that's the only thing I should have done. I should just turned off my phone, but then you don't want to be in like a new place without a cell phone. They've never been, you know? Well, what I would probably do is bring my camera and use that for photography. Just kind of, you know, keep your phone in your pocket in case of emergency, but really use that. And, you know, I can work on my photography skills, but yeah, that's, that's actually something that I was thinking about the other day. I stopped bringing my camera. I mean, I paid all this money for this camera. I never bring it out anywhere because it is cumbersome, especially when you're trying to look cute. You don't want to have this big honking camera on you carrying it. And I've gone back to just using my phone. But when you're um, the other thing that I am actually starting again, and I actually worked on it last night until about 2 a.m. is my is my website. Um, I started a website for forking around town a couple of years ago. I had a couple of restaurant write-ups on there, but I've really neglected it. And I thought, you know, writing is, is a passion of mine. And I love just sitting there and just writing about different things. So last night I was, you know, playing around with it. I hadn't been on there in over, gosh, I'm embarrassed to say like two years. So I'm going to get back to that, but you really can't use, I mean, you can, but it doesn't look good to use, you know, photography from your phone. It's just when you, when you try to enlarge something, it's really grainy. It doesn't have that, that definition. So I'm definitely going to get back yeah. to using my camera and I'm going to actually start this weekend. I'm going to try to go someplace, maybe Clearwater, St. Pete. I don't know, just someplace and try to get some pictures and, you know, kind of re re fall in love with photography. So we'll see. <laughs> maybe have a, like a nice bag to have the camera and that way you're not carrying it around and it'll make yeah. you want to carry it more. I have it in just a cute little like, yeah, no, I need to do that. I have it in just a basic case right now and, yeah, get a little bag from like Amazon. Okay. Like a nice little cute bag. Maybe maybe put some pizzas on it. <laughs> some stylish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, so um I'll I can't wait to hear all about your trip when you come back and we definitely need to meet up and I have a couple places in mind. I'll I'll text you and we can definitely make that happen. So again. Perfect. Thank you, Anthony. And if you could just let everyone know how they can find you. Here we are talking about disconnecting, but they should connect with you on social right. media because well, if you want to find if you want to find me, definitely Instagram at Chef Anthony Santos. Um, you can also find my dinner in the dark at Dinner in the Dark Tampa, and then my sunset dinner at Sunset Dinner. And the one thing about Dinner in the Dark is there are no phones allowed, and that's definitely something I've said it a million times, but I do want to definitely attend one of those because. See, that would people be people really go crazy though. Like they really like get really crazy about that. Like I they know. have to like look at it after each course. And it, I'm just like, Jesus. And like in between the two courses, we do a little break when mm-hmm. you go to the bathroom, et cetera. And they're just like, just looking through their phones, catching up on what feed they missed. 
And I, man, I'm telling you, when I make a certain level of success, you will not see me on social media at all. I will just delete it all because it just really, I see what it does and disconnecting is so much better for you. Just pull a Kanye West. Looking at what other people <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, Kanye is the man. He's got nothing on his Instagram. Well, he didn't he get like he, has, he doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. He's the he's one of the richest men in the world. Does not need it. But Literally, he's done it already. I think didn't he get banned though? For I vaguely remember something about he got like banned for something harassing. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely said some hate speech on there and some harassment. Oh, for I Pete mean, Davidson. <laughs> I mean, you date a Kardashian and you you have a Kardashian divorce you and then stop them from hiding, from seeing like your kids. That would, that would make me go crazy too. Uh, yeah. So who knows? Can't you don't me. know how that life is because everything's hush hush, <laughs> NDA this, NDA that. But right. yeah, I mean, gee, shout out to that man. Anyone that's dated a Kardashian, look at them. Well, he, he still has like what millions of followers and not one post. That's what cracks me up. I'm like, Antonio Brown does that yeah. too. He wipes out all his yeah. social media stuff. And oh, I don't, don't even get me started on that man. Cause, anyways, well, Anthony, enjoy your time in Tennessee. Definitely. And definitely, you know, reach out to me when you get back and we'll, we'll make that, you know, get together happen. I definitely will. Thank you for being a, a truthful influencer. It's something that the city of Tampa needs tomorrow. And thank you for being such an incredibly passionate and talented chef. We need you out here. I appreciate it. We and do. We do. Because some of these restaurants, it's overpriced, mediocre food. Yes, I agree. Well, thanks again, Anthony. And thank you to everyone listening. Don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a wonderful weekend and put your phone away. Just put it away and enjoy a good meal with your family. Ciao. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.